Welcome to Gringo's Eternal Family's podcast. Gringo's Eternal Family is a ministry with a purpose of being God's love to the 99 and the 1. You can visit our website and check out our blog post at gringoseternalfamily.com for more content. We hope you are encouraged and blessed by today's episode. Thank you. Hello family, welcome to another part of the series, The Gospel of Christ Jesus. This is part nine. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, this is part nine. And today we're going to be talking about God being your father. He is your God and he is your father. All right. So in the book of John chapter 20 verse 17, Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my father and your father to my God and your God. So the Bible verse that we just read is one of my favorites amongst others because it is so significant and precious. So we're going to read the whole context of this verse so that you can really understand it even more and appreciate it. Okay. So this is John chapter 20. We're going to read from verse 1 to 18. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that a stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they've put him. So Peter and the other disciple started for the tomb. Both were running, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent over and looked in at the strips of linen lying over there, but did not go in. Then Simon Peter came along behind him and went straight into the tomb. He saw the strips of linen lying there, as well as the cloth that had been wrapped around Jesus' head. The cloth was still lying in its place, separated from the linen. Finally, the other disciple, who had reached the tomb first, also went inside. He saw and believed. They still did not understand from scripture that Jesus had to rise from the dead. Then the disciples went back to where they were staying. Now, Mary stood outside the tomb crying. So she, as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they've put him. At this, she turned around and she saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it you were looking for? Thinking it was the gardener, she said, sir, if you've taken him away, tell me where you've put him. I will go get him. Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned towards him and cried out in an Aramaic, Rabbi which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold unto me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and sisters and tell them, I am ascended to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. So Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them they had said these things to her. You see, I love this Bible passage because it is so significant and assuring. First, I don't know if you noticed, but Jesus called Mary by name. And the scripture tells us that the sheep knows the voice of the shepherd and that of a stranger it will not follow. This does not particularly have anything to do with what we're talking about today, but I have to point it out like it's so significant and amazing. 
She saw him, but because his appearance had changed, she didn't recognize him. But when he called her once by her name, she recognized him immediately. And she said, Rabbi Honey, which, which means teacher. So because Mary had previously spent time with Jesus, he had called her by a name. They had exchanged interactions, even though it looked different. The voice and the way he called her name, she didn't fail to recognize him. So this is just a side note. If you want to hear and recognize God's voice, you need to spend time with him and learn his voice. So with the excitement and recognition, Mary reached out for a hug or a hold of Jesus, but he said to her, Do not hold unto me yet, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instant to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, my God and your God. You see, the inclusion in that statement makes my heart really glad. You see, Jesus often referred to God as his Father. That wasn't a new thing. We're used to that in the Bible, right? But it's time he said, my Father and your Father. My God and your God. I don't know about you, but I am so glad that I am a child of God. He is my father and my God. And he is also your father and your God. Before Jesus laid down his life for us on the cross and was buried and rose again, we had no real relationship with God. We didn't have this father-child relationship. In fact, many of many times Jesus referred to some people of being the children of their father, the devil. So Jesus is the only way to God before he sacrificed himself for us. We didn't have this father-child relationship with God. But now with this sacrifice that Christ Jesus has made for us on the cross and was buried and rose again on the top day, we now have a way to the Father. And all who believe and receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior have the right to become children of God. We have been chosen and adopted into the family of God. John chapter 1 verse 12 says, To all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. And First John chapter 3 verse 1 says, See what great love the Father had lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is exactly what we heard. The reason that the world does not know us is because the world does not know him. I also want you to know that it is for freedom that you have been saved. You are a child. You are not a slave. Okay, you've been saved so you can freely serve and worship your father and your God. While Mary, the mother of Jesus, was pregnant with Jesus, and Elizabeth was also pregnant with John the Baptist, Elizabeth's husband, Zechariah, did not believe the message that the angel had brought. So the angel told him that you're not going to be able to speak until you see these things happen. And Finally, when he could speak, when John was burned, the first that he did was he praised the Lord and he prophesied about Jesus Christ. It's a very beautiful prophecy. I love it because it foretells the beauty of the thing that God had promised that he was going to do and what the birth of Jesus Christ was going to accomplish. It says that in the book of Luke chapter 1 verse 67 to 75. We're going to read it together. Um, It says... His father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied. Praise be to the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has come to his people and redeemed them. 
He has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David. As I said to the holy prophets of a long time ago, salvation from our enemies and from the hands of those who hate us, to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant. The whole the hold is so to our father Abraham to rescue us from the hands of our enemies and to enable us, listen, and to enable us to serve him without fear, to enable us to serve him without fear in holiness and righteousness before him all of our days. Again, my dear, it is for freedom that you have been saved so you can serve your father and your God without fear. He is your father. Romans chapter 8 verse 14 to 17 also reminds us of the same thing. It says, For those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. The Spirit you received when you become saved did not make you slaves so that you can live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. And the Holy Spirit, by the Holy Spirit, we can cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies within our spirit that we are children of God. Now, if we are children, then we are hers. And we are hers of God. And that means we call hers with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we might share in his glory. Hebrews chapter 8 verse 10 says, I will be their God and they will be my people. You are a child of God. He is your father and he is your God. On this special Christmas day, I want you to remember the gift that is Christ Jesus. The precious gift that is Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ it is our horn of salvation. Because he lives, we can live. So through Christ Jesus, we can call the one who sits in heaven and sits in us. My father, Abba and my God. Hallelujah. Isn't that just amazing? I wanted to remind you of that this Christmas morning. Have a merry, merry Christmas. Have a merry, merry, merry Christmas. Enjoy your day with your family and enjoy your day wherever you are. Just remember that Christ is the reason for the season. Remember that he is the reason for everything and just rejoice in that fruit okay so in the next part we're going to talk about baptism right we're going to talk about it is it important for our salvation or is it not thank you so much for listening once again god bless you you are eternally loved again merry christmas <music>